Welcome back to the Cranium Cast Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Carroll, and today I'm with my friend, Sam Irwin. Hey guys, what's going on? Um, today we're going to talk about music and just kind of a lot of different type of stuff. Um, I know Sam and me are both kind of into music. I know you just took a guitar last semester. I did, yeah. It was pretty cool, actually. Uh, would you, like, uh, what was some of like, the biggest things like it kind of taught or whatever for that class? Like... I had to, like, it's hard to learn guitar, so you have to, like, actually practice. You can't, like, sit down for an hour once a week. You have to, like, do it throughout the day and, like, kind of play with it when you have time. You don't even have to practice, like, the song you're learning or whatever. You just play around on it, Mm -hmm. and it'll, like, make you better at it. Okay. And, like, as long as you, like, keep up, like, consistently practicing it. Like, it doesn't have to be the same time every day or whatever. Just, like, Mm -hmm. you walk by it, and you, like, sit down and play it for a little bit and then like have fun with it and like make up songs and stuff like that for sure i like the convenience of a guitar honestly because i got a keyboard for my birthday uh back in august this year or last year and um uh it's just like it has to you kind of have to sit down and play you can't just like have it on your bed or kind of in like a comfortable i feel like position at least right um yeah and the guitar is a little bit more convenient but um i just started taking piano classes this semester and uh, before that i would just try and like teach myself stuff randomly here and there but um i don't know i feel like especially learning but i feel like uh trying to i don't know about like with any instrument but with trying to teach myself piano i didn't really know where to start and like without kind of having someone there to keep me either on the right track or like accountable i was just like i don't know what to practice like besides just chords and stuff but i don't know what to do with that kind of junk yeah, true, but, like, piano's, like, I feel like it's, like, played a lot less than guitars are. Yeah. You can't just find the guy who plays a piano and, like, your friend who plays around on the piano and ask mm-hmm. him what to do. Yeah. Like, with a guitar, like, a bunch of different people play the guitar. Somebody's dad plays the guitar or something. You can just ask, like, for more tips. So it's kind of easier, I get. I feel like, to get into the guitar. Yeah. Just because, also, like, not everybody has a piano. Mm-hmm. Hey, or, pianos or, are very expensive yeah. and like you can get a keyboard and stuff but it's like uh it's not like same. you said yeah like everyone when 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 you were saying that i was thinking of like my friend group and i was like i have like good four to like six people probably that play guitar yeah. and i didn't even like think it was that common but like i don't know any of my friends who like i know maybe one person who knows like piano mm-hmm. and it's because like they take music pretty seriously though right but i don't know uh this past year has been an interesting year uh, already with like COVID and just everything that's happened throughout it. But um, musically, how would you say the past year has been, at least for your taste? 2020 is was a really good year for music, actually. Like, mm-hmm. It was pretty fine. Um, I also started listening to music a lot more okay. last year, like kind of late last year. Um, I stopped listening to like a playlist of the hit songs that were like, pretty hard or whatever Mm -hmm. and i started like getting into more artistic music like if that makes sense like it's all like super like good and artistic in its own way but Mm -hmm. the more like subtle i guess music calmer i I guess you know i just started listening to a lot more music and i found out that there's like tons of good stuff out there yeah definitely Um, (coughs) they got put out last year from like a bunch of different genres Mm -hmm. and uh like subgenres, especially rap and like 
R&B and stuff, you know? Yeah. Rap, it, like, subgenres are crazy because, like, I feel like with rock and rap or hip-hop or whatever, um, there's so many subgenres for, that, like, those two categories of music. Like, with yeah. rap, like, you have just like you have trap you have like mainstream you have like alternative you have all these other things and same with like rock like you have classic you have indie you have alternative like you have all these subgenres. that's true but i i think like i feel like in music mm-hmm. there are stars big enough to like have their own style be attached to their name oh know? yeah I, d- like, I agree with that this is like somebody could sound like Uzi and be like mm-hmm. Uzi style rapper or whatever. Same with like type beat stuff. Yeah, it's that it's that kind of deal. Like I feel like what's even more like forward from music is artists like individual styles and like mm-hmm. how like how developed it is and how like well it works for them instead yeah. of just like this is slower and this is faster like this is trap mm-hmm. like you know like, stuff like that. I feel like that's probably more. There's probably more of that, you know. Yeah, I get what you mean. Like, uh, I'll mess around, and whenever I mess around, I'm trying to like write a song or like make something or, uh, just anything. Like, it's really it's tough enough just to like be creative enough at times, and definitely like just trying to figure out what to write down or what to even like talk about or whatever. Uh, and then trying to figure out your flow and like what kind of beats you fit on or what kind of songs like what yeah. what my style would be and like a style that. I'm a, I'm a fan of, but also, um, that's like mine, kinda. Yeah, man, you kind of mess yourself. You can like mess yourself up if you're trying to like if you're actively trying to like be creative. Yeah, and, like develop I, yeah. like actively trying to like develop more. That junk ruins. You can't force yeah. that. You just kind of have to let it happen. Yeah, I re- I realized that recently. Yeah, like I I don't like, I don't like write songs or anything or mm-hmm. play with that, but. I feel like, you know, trying to, like, develop, like, faster thinking about it all the time, then, like, it's probably going to slow it down, I feel like. Yeah. Like, the most, the best I ever feel is whenever I try and just, like, uh, if it just kind of comes to me, or, like, I'm in the mood yeah. for it. Like, if I'm, I don't know, I've been realizing, I was thinking about that today, because I was like, oh, like, I feel like I'm not doing, not that I'm not doing enough, but I'm like, I don't feel like I'm learning anything from what I'm doing, but I realized I'm like, we have practice I have school now and I have work and so the few free like few hours of free time I have now or whatever if I'm not doing homework or I'm not just trying to socialize and like enjoy myself then like oh I'm gonna spend all my time working now and and learning or trying to practice something it's like that that's pretty draining you're right I feel like you just have to come to you you for sure you know the time Mm -hmm. you just sit down and you do it for a while Mm mm-hmm Definitely. But, uh, you definitely were right about how last year was definitely a good year for music. I was kind of like, I, was, I couldn't name anything off the top of my head, but the more I thought about it, I realized like all the albums that did come out last year and, uh, they're pretty, it was pretty enjoyable. Like it was pretty interesting. I was like, I never remember after my first surgery when I was <laughs> finally home, I was listening to, uh, Circles all the time by Mac Miller. Yeah, because that just dropped. I started, I listened to that a lot um, last year. You know, I, I got into a lot of different albums. Yeah, like the first I think album that I liked and had not listened to, mm-hmm. just because it was kind of weird, was um, "Awaken My Love" but from Childish Gambino. Yeah, I listened to that 
no, like I, a wrestling I, I remember when that year. when that dropped. I was uh, I was I broke my collarbone that year, and I was sitting on the bus back from a tournament because I just still went to the tournaments, and like it came out that night, and I was just bumping it like coming back, and I was waiting for like all the rap to be on it, and it was because it was like such an R and B album. Yeah. Uh, at first I was like, this thing is this is terrible, but then like over time though, yeah. it's definitely grown on me. No, you're right. Same with his newest album. That right, one's that interesting. That one's not grown on me yet. It just I don't it took time it. for me. Yeah, like, when I first listened to that back in uh, March, it's so weird. I don't know why he didn't name it. Like, I don't understand anything about that, and he doesn't talk about it. Yeah. Like, because it got dropped on his website the day before, and um, all the songs had names, and there were more songs on it. Huh. And, I didn't uh, know that. yeah, and I was just like, what? Like, I didn't understand it, and I understand kind of because all the songs kind of tie together, so I get why they're timestamps. But I don't get why there's two of them that still have names though and aren't timestamps. It's just like a weird right. thing. But um, I like I used to be really big into Childish Gambino, and it's just so weird because most of his albums, like his albums at least, and even I guess some of his mixtapes, they don't very like all of them are different. Yeah, and he right. has different styles on all of them. Well, he's like a a really weird guy, man. Yeah, <laughs> like he he's an actor and a comedian. Like and he wrote his own a, show. Yeah, he was a writer for Thirty Rock. Like he had his own. He has his own movie that no one really knows about. But uh, about he was in like a comedy group, a sketch comedy group online. Uh, back in like when he was in college, uh, in like two thousand six, like YouTube just started, and they were called Derek Comedy, and it was him and two other dudes, and they wrote this movie called Mystery Team, which is like a, uh, uh, like a rip off or like not a rip off, like a um off-brand like scooby-doo mystery team type thing but they're like they run a lemonade stand for solving crimes and it's usually like these little kids who are like uh someone took my bike or someone did this and this little girl comes up to him and they're like how can we help you and they're like seniors in high school and uh she's like can you find out who killed my parents and they're like uh that's crazy but it's a funny that movie, sounds though. good yeah it, they had like pretty dark humor but like i think it's i thought it was in good taste though same with his like comedy but I like his comedy, man. I've been watching the show Community. He yeah. is funny as hell on that show, bro. He is funny as hell. He's a he's a character. Like I love like I'd watch a bunch of montages like Troy and Ovid, and just you know, like he's they're just funny, goofy. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was in Spider Man too. Angel, bro, turn <laughs> off the phone. <laughs> bro, I gotta edit this now. Already, already. Sorry, bro. You oh, goofball. Bro. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but yeah, he's like a very multi-talented dude. Like, uh, for sure. I don't know how. Like, that's a, that's a tough thing because I'm sitting here. I spend I'm spending a lot of time trying to figure out like my grooves and like what I want to do and what I'm good at. And I'm like, it's already hard enough to be good at one thing right. and to be that talented at all of those. I know, right? That's kind of crazy. And just, like, Tyler, the creator, is also kind of similar with, like, his fashion and, like, bit, his music, yeah. too. It's in different ways, for sure, but he's he's really um, artistic, for sure. And, like, I like his 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 fashion, like, back when he was still in Odd Future and even his transition in his golf merch, like, it's very interesting stuff. And it's got its, it's, got its own style, for sure. Yeah, man. For sure. What are some other, like, albums that you liked last year? Mm. Oh, man. I'm trying to think. You got any off the top? Um, 
I really liked um, Fuck the World. Mm-hmm. Like, the Brent, I don't know how you say his name. Fias? Fias? Brent Fias? That guy. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, but I haven't listened, I haven't really listened to a lot of him. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like him, though. Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Okay, okay. The director's cut. Okay. Dreamville's so, so nice with it, man. I tell you. I've slowly been getting put on to him more and more. They're so good. This is one of my favorite albums ever, I yeah. think. Like, it's just so diverse because that whole label's on it. Mm-hmm. All of them are on it, and all of them, you know, they have different songs with different features. Mm-hmm. And it's just really cool. Because you can tell they're just having fun and, like, making music in a bunch of the songs. Like, Costa Rica. Yeah, Costa Rica is definitely, For like, sure. my you favorite. For sure, you can tell that they're having fun. Yeah, that one's just so, like, yeah, I feel you on that. You know what else is crazy? Hmm. A good album that I had never heard of? Hmm. Alfredo. Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist. Huh. Dude, this album is great. Yeah. I listened to it. Like, I had heard about it on Twitter whatever because I, I try to keep up with music a little bit on twitter mm-hmm. um and i heard about it on twitter how it was so good for like i think it came out early last year mm-hmm. early 2020 mm-hmm. um and i just didn't listen to it mm-hmm. but i just sat down and pressed play and then this was like a really good album i definitely recommend it like it was really nice for sure Freddie Gibbs, i'm gonna start listening to him more yeah for sure dude for sure hmm uh for me i'd say it started out with uh with circles and then the charge Cambino one and then around that time um over the summer i got really big into peach pit and they're this like indie rock band that my friend megan put me onto mm-hmm. and <clears throat> megan and some of my other friends like her and uh her friend ali and eddie they put me onto like all the alternative rock i listened to like i didn't really listen to much before that and it started with like cage of elephants yeah and then this band called mount joy who also put out an album that year and uh the album was really crazy it's called rearrange us Mm -hmm. and all the singles from it like didn't give off i didn't understand the story of it but like the lead singer it's a story and every song is based on his girlfriend or his ex-girlfriend who like he was about to propose to and he walked in on her cheating and like every song is like about it and it's crazy and like part of it talks about how like he knows like this chick's terrible for him but he still kind of like wants to get back with her because like he's still like struggling to move on and the last song is him moving on. So it's like cool progression. Yeah, dude. I like albums that tell stories for sure, too. I do, too. That and jump's pretty sick. Juice World definitely put me on that train. Yeah. Bro. Goodbye and Good Riddance. Yeah. One of my favorite albums, for sure. I've listened to that probably 100 times. 2017 was a pretty good year for music, too. Yeah, I feel it like. was. It I don't was. know. There's like certain years I feel like it's uh, it's dry or whatever. Like last year, I was like, ah, I didn't feel like it was crazy. But probably just towards the end of the year, at least. But, like, earlier in the year, there was some really good stuff that dropped. Mm-hmm. For sure. There's a couple more I was trying to think of. Um, I liked. Hmm. I started listening to a lot of J.I.D. Yeah. He's good, man. He's really good. The DiCap- DiCaprio 2, is mm-hmm. that one of his albums? Is, is probably, I think that's his best album. He, he's really good, though. That's a good one. And then The Never Story is another good album of his. Um... Joey Badass. Uh-huh. Joey I Badass is good. Songs. 1999, that mixtape. Uh-huh. I think that's one of the better 
oh, is this a mixtape or an album? Whatever it is. Mm. It was like, he was like 16 or something when he when he dropped it or so, or something. I don't know, but it's like, it's really, really good. Mm. Uh, did you listen to Nectar by Joji? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, man, I was a big, like, uh, I followed Joji for a minute because I knew him back when he was making, like, dumb YouTube videos. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, like, I liked his first album a lot, and I was really waiting for this one. And this one's an interesting one, but it's kind of weird because some of the songs, like, I feel like are really beautiful and you can tell his like maturity as an artist and just learning. Yeah. But like there's other ones I'm like, this one feels like it's a rough draft and or like they're really short and uh-huh. I feel like that. And I'm like, it's kind of, it feels kind of inconsistent low key, yeah. but it doesn't mean make it a bad thing. It's just like, yeah, for, for sure. Dude. It's just weird. And that new, um, Amine album. I mean, uh, listen to a lot of that, but I've seen, I've heard some, some of it. It's like, it's weird for like Amine. Cause it's like, not that his other stuff was like soft, but it was like, it was chill, like, good stuff. Right. But, like, this one's, like, uh, I don't know. It's, like, low-key more aggressive, I guess. Like, I don't know if that's a good word for it. But it's it's an interesting, like, shift in it. But, like, it's, yeah. a, it's a cool thing. It's got its own little theme to it. That's cool to see, like, when people can transition like that really well, too. Yeah. That was that was surprising for me. Mm-hmm. I remember. That was weird. I know, like, Earl Sweatshirt transitioned mad hard. And then that didn't go well for him. I don't know what... Earl Sweatshirt trains it. I don't listen to a lot of him. His new stuff's like really weird instrumentals and the flows are way different. Like he was pretty like uh, acclaimed for like how uh, crazy his flows and bars would be on his tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he kind of, he just, his, his style got really weird and it seemed kind of like he wasn't trying anymore. And there's a lot of videos I'll talk about like they think he's self-sabotaged but uh, other people say like that's just who he is now. But I don't know. I don't. I don't keep up with him like crazy, but I like his old stuff. That's cool. I'm gonna sh- try to start listening to him a little more. I'm trying to. I'm trying to stay more like uh like discovering more songs like you were talking about earlier. How yeah. like you spent a lot of last year doing that, but sometimes like I don't know. It's so hard to find someone that's really just like appealing, or like uh, or give them a chance. Or whatever. Like I'm kind of just stubborn. I'm like I yeah. know what I like, but then I'm like oh, I'm tired of this so yeah but that's what that's how I, that's why i started listening to albums because i was bored yeah. with all my music and i liked so, like a couple of songs off of one album so mm-hmm. i just like listen to the rest of it yeah and be like wow this artist is good mm-hmm. and it has a feature on this guy's song and like go through a web from there it was like it was pretty cool i like i like them i'll try to do that with my daily mixes on spotify mm-hmm. but i don't know sometimes like, after a while it's kind of like all songs i know and then the couple of random songs on there feel so like irrelevant or like yeah. just unrelated. And I'm like, I feel like they're pretty bad at that. But it might just be like my stuff's all over the place too. Yeah. Can't really tell. But, and then the Discover stuff seems kind of weird on there. So I feel like an album method's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And like, then you can really tell like if there's more to the album. Like if you, if you're just listening to singles and stuff like that, you don't get yeah. the full experience. Because, you know, some songs are written just to be like, singles and mm-hmm. they put them on the album you know yeah so uh i know like uh when i was with matt and lewis the other night like they uh he pulled out his like vinyl of the dark side of the moon by mm-hmm. pink floyd and i listened to that with them all the way through yeah. i've never listened to pink floyd before or, like a full album at least i don't even know if i know too many of their songs probably like a right. couple but that was an that's an interesting album though like, i haven't really heard it 
I don't know. I've never really heard Pink through. Floyd in gen- general. So it was like I do like I do like it. I've heard like one song mm-hmm. that wasn't just an '80s rock song, you know? Yeah. Um, and I did. I really liked it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I haven't really listened to Pink Floyd. Yeah. You know, I started listening to a lot, hmm. especially towards the end of last year. It's Kid Cudi. Like, I tried I to listen to some of his new album, but I didn't get to finish it all the way. It's I. I started listening to a little bit of Kid Cudi like summer last year, uh-huh. and then I sat down and I listened to Man on the Moon, uh-huh. the first one and the second one, and it's another good like. Now it's a trilogy of like good storytelling albums. Like he talks about his life mm-hmm. in like really like kind of depressing detail, but yeah. he makes it sound like a like pop songs like yeah. pursuit of happiness yeah i was just really i saw some like uh deep like or like commentary on that and so, i was like i didn't even realize that until like i kind of listened to it and i was like same with hey yeah by outcast like you heard about that one yeah that one's true. really uh, that one's an interesting one too about how like uh love's weird and all this other junk yeah or like they don't believe You're that right. like love lasts or whatever but I, when i was listening to that in like sixth grade i was not thinking about that at all I was like, yeah, oh, yeah I'm true. really listening to this song right now. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You're I'm up. doing the Cupid Shuffle right now. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Uh, I only know the most kid, like, I know some Kid Cudi, but, like, I like when him and Kanye did Kid See Ghosts. I like Kid See Ghosts a lot. Mm-hmm. That um, one was a good one. I think it was too short, man. I want more. Yeah, I was I was really hoping they do something, like, again. But I don't, I don't know. Kanye's all over the place right now. <laughs> yeah, Kanye's got a lot on his mind. Right yeah, now. bro. Uh, I saw some of that drama or like uh, accusations of him. I saw that with that the Jeffrey Star or whatever. Was I was like, oh my gosh, no way! But uh, yeah, that man's all over the place, and like, I don't know. It's kind of. I try to like talk about. I would talk about it with uh, my roommate Sam, um, and he was like, he has a separation between like artist and um music or like the artist and the person or he whatever does, man. and that's interesting because like kanye is like a good example of that because he's like i don't think he did, he's like i don't really care for kanye or like I, that dude's all over the place as a person but i like his, i like some of his music uh, but let me tell you i listened to the kanye joe rogan podcast mm-hmm. and that was crazy because it really like joe rogan just sat back and let him talk for three hours basically like yeah like Kanye talked his ass off and it's like shared his like ideas and his worldview mm-hmm. and like some of his like dreams and what he's working on and like where he's at in his life mm-hmm. and it's really interesting yeah because I feel like that's a really detailed look into Kanye and he's you know one of the best artists of this generation so probably one of the best artists ever you he's, know, he's in music. he came from like he did a lot like yeah. I don't know I heard a, like a story about how um I kind of look at him as more like he's he's struggling with his own like mental health issues or whatever. Cause like someone was talking about how, um, I mean like he's he's been through a lot of like trauma in general in his life with like the car crash that he uh, or yeah his car crash that he wrote through the wire on, mm-hmm. um, his mom dying because his mom was like he was such a mama's boy yeah true and I, like like dear mama yeah that song and I mean when she yeah. passed away like that's when eight oh eights and heartbreaks came out I think yeah and then um that's when he went to the VMAs or whatever that year and took the mic. But like he brought a whole bottle of like Hennessy to that. And like, he was just like gone, but like no yeah. one really commentate commentates on that or acknowledges it. But like, I feel like it plays a role. It doesn't excuse it or whatever, but 
I mean, he he was struggling with his own stuff too. I think Kanye is a different person now than that. After listening to that podcast, yeah, I really think he's like changed because he was like he he was like di- completely different personality wise. Like he didn't act like this rapper who also had other ideas. He was this person, and he wasn't even involved really in music that much hmm. to himself, like in his view of himself. You yeah, know? like. He talked about what he's working on. He's doing um, schools. He's building schools. I saw. I saw part that, of that. That are teaching agriculture to the to these kids and stuff like that. Huh. So, so they can grow food for the generations. Because Kanye's apparently like really big into communities and like helping each other out. You know. That's interesting. Because when I saw that recently, I was like, uh, I just saw like Yeezy School or Yeezy University or something, and I was like. That's just a funny name. Yeah. But like, I didn't know the the purpose behind it, but I was like, I'm sure it has like a good intent for sure. Like, I'm not, I don't think it's a, you sign up to learn more about Kanye or something like yeah. that. Like, go study yeah. him. But that's interesting though. Cause like, I, I've heard too, like, uh, he talks about how much he hates his, his meds for his like bipolar yeah. because he feels like it kills his creativity. But like also if him, him being off that for too long, obviously causes its own problems. Right. But, um, that I'll definitely have to listen to that because I've heard some interesting things about that podcast. Mm-hmm. And I've seen like a couple videos about it here or a couple like highlight clips here and there. But um, ever like I like Joe Rogan, but I've never sat through one until I listened to the Joe or the Jordan Burroughs one all the way through. Oh, that was a bad one to start on, dude. Yeah, I feel like uh, JB's just he's not one of those typical guests. No, he's not. And I think he's he's, he's he, he JB did a good was job. really tame though. Yeah, for a joke for like yeah yeah the the humor. No, like, cause I'll and see the, a bunch of highlights and stuff. Like, I'll see a bunch, and like, yeah. and when he was offering him like smoke and other stuff, and it's like, not like, you know, it's not like JB was disrespectful of that, but like, there's it's very strict rules for the, yeah. um, for wrestling and everything like that. And um, he JB is just kind of like a really like role model guy, especially yeah. for our sport. Definitely. So like, um, the manner he kept himself in, yeah, like he he kind of was just like that, which is. It's good in general, but for Joe Rogan, yeah, it's kind of a off-putting or it's off-throwing. I started listening to a lot of Joe Rogan when I started driving home. Yeah. From school, it's like an hour for okay. me. Okay. So I could get through a third or a half of a podcast, mm-hmm. and then on the drive back, I could finish it. So I really started listening, like, um, to the like scientific, more scientific ones a lot. Like I saw that uh, David Blaine one or a lot. I of listened that. to that. That um, one's crazy. The way he, like, yeah. it's not even, like, magic. It's just, like, how yeah, crazy know. that body is. That's what surprised me, too. Like, like he's not doing magic. He's just doing, like, insane shit with his body. <laughs> exactly. That junk's crazy. I don't know. I, I saw, uh, I have a video saved, and I try to watch it every so often. Or, like, if I forget about it. But it's for, um, he's like it's him talking about with some guy about how there's a science to like conversation uh-huh. and i was like oh i should probably listen to this if i want to do a podcast and so i'll try and take notes from him because like joe rogan's really good at running a podcast mm-hmm. and he talks about For that real. in that little highlight about how like um a lot of times when like people speak and do these things or like if i were to make a point and have this long tangent or whatever and you were to be like that's cool and then just go back to talking about something completely different it's like you you're kind of acknowledging it, but reality, you're just waiting for your turn to talk. Right. And so, like, 
he'll sit there and like engage in that conversation mm-hmm. and be in and respond to what like what's relevant and also like even if he uh when people have opposing views a lot of people are very stubborn or like just kind of like so like uh, defensive right and he'll ask questions to like under try and understand you better mm-hmm. or at least just make it to where if he doesn't understand your point of view at least maybe the audience can or something like that and right. it's it's thoughtful like i wouldn't have thought of those things before that no man he's definitely good at podcasts i think it's like the number one podcast in the world right yeah like yeah so many people listen to that yeah he's it's just crazy. a good commentator in general he's a funny guy yeah he's goofy <laughs> Uh, his like hearing him on the when he commentates UFC fights is pretty funny too. But, I mean, like, he knows this. He's he's pretty intelligent on the stuff he talks about too. He does seem like a pretty smart guy. Yeah, like I don't, he knows a lot. Like I wouldn't. I think of him as like kind of like an uncle or just like some dad or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then when you hear him talk, I'm like, you you know this kind of stuff though. You're not just like new to. And he admits when he is though. He doesn't try and like yeah. put on some sort of front for real. He's genuine. Yeah, I like that. And the people he has on there most of the time seem pretty like authentic too, or at least like yeah. in that environment, like you said with Kanye and stuff. Like, I'm not saying he isn't like that outside of it, but I feel like that environment's pretty good. Yeah. Can you believe know. he had Bernie Sanders on his podcast? I didn't even know that. He did, man. That's crazy. I wouldn't. <laughs> that's an. That seems like an interesting know, talk. Right? Like, I don't even know how you talk about that. Or, like, talk in that. Like, I guess they talked about politics. All the yeah, time. but to say, like, he's it. just going to ask Bernie Sanders, have you done DMT before? <laughs> like, something crazy. He asked That's so many crazy. people that kind of yeah. stuff. Psychedelics get brought up so much on his show, and that junk's kind of crazy. You know, I listened to one, and it was about, like, how mm. psychedelics, the Greeks use psychedelics and like, uh-huh. their wines and stuff. Um, huh. They would spike wine and trip. And then they were talking about how that could have influenced um christianity oh i saw that about like religion like, stuff in general they're whatever synthesizing whatever on accident and tripping and like getting these ideas of gods and stuff like that and seeing like they were talking about how it might have like influenced christianity yeah um, yeah just because the Greeks were such a big deal and same with like i saw another one and it might have been the same one but they were talking about um just like in general, like, um, how it's, it's talked about how it could have influenced religions as a whole, because like, um, they say how you kind of feel like a better person or how they, like, they say how psychedelics can be therapeutic or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so the, they say if they make you a better person on it, then like, that's similar to, um, kind of the moral, the morals of Christianity at least, or a lot of those like Hinduism and all that stuff about how like, it's really just like morals and just being a good person. And like, having a good life and they say like it's pretty comparable or comparable or whatever right so right. that's that's interesting that's an interesting take before like i've never heard about that stuff mm-hmm. and, and like how they com- compared that to i wouldn't i would have never thought that yeah man i didn't know the ancient greeks were tripping <laughs> i like i wonder how much of that stuff has like uh impacted history just because like that's what they're figuring out yeah because right? now they didn't know what they probably didn't know what that stuff was i don't know i don't they even probably don't know. figured out if you put this ingredient in wine or whatever mm-hmm. this you'll you'll trip or whatever you know i don't know i don't remember it all but i think they also did it in south they definitely did it in south america too there's evidence there because ayahuasca is in south america oh okay and that's pretty similar to dmt i think that gen- um, i don't i don't know like Hearing about that kind of stuff, there's just like so uh, interesting. Like I don't, 
I heard it. It's like, or because like, doesn't your brain produce that when you DMT when you uh, dream or something like that? I think so. And that's like interesting it's to compare natural. it to that. Okay, it's natural. Mm-hmm. That's in. I don't. That's that's interesting though. But I don't know. That's um. It'll it'll be really cool to see how that like how much more that's progressed over like the next couple like decades or whatever. For sure, dude. And see, <laughs> see like uh. We're discovering a lot more about the past and stuff as like technology gets crazier and like mm-hmm. how it more advanced we're getting. I don't know. Oh, that is crazy. It'll be really interesting to see uh I mean kind of where everything goes, like in the sense of art or like drunk as a whole, but like music in the future. Cause I was thinking I think about that a lot is like uh how um how much more can people develop their own styles? Like how many how much can you do until you sit like completed your checklist? kind of deal like how many times can you do something until eventually like someone's already done that exactly like that pretty much j cole has a checklist you know that yeah yeah he does he posted posted on instagram Hmm. um a couple weeks ago let me see if i can find it yeah 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 um but it was a it was a checklist it was like the fall off was on it and it was his upcoming album um, some of that is, is family. Mm-hmm. I can't find his Instagram account. But, uh, no, he had a checklist of, of stuff, which is pretty neat. I mean, he knows the, what the rest of his career is looking like, you know? Yeah. Like he's, he's counting down until he steps down and, you know, That'll, that's settles, like, all, settles down a little bit. That's gotta be pretty like, uh relaxing or like have like good peace of mind or whatever like knowing kind of how you're going to do stuff and not worrying about in the future yeah just kind of being really relaxed how you are mm-hmm. for sure i don't know it's crazy i'm i said it in my um podcast i did for new year's but i'm like this year will be really interesting to see how it goes because i feel at least personally um last year was a very self-growing and self-discovery year for me and like I yeah, kind of figured too. out myself a lot more and uh, I I just kind of like learned a lot and got back to like a good spot I feel like after all my stuff. I sure I definitely developed a lot last mm-hmm. year a lot um, over like right around lockdown and after that mm-hmm. after all that stuff so like pretty much in the summer because mm-hmm. that was like obviously quarantine was like an ex- a whole experience like yeah. a whole like era but I also started like really actually working, you know, yeah. like for a couple of months at the same place, you know, mm-hmm. a chocolate store. Um, so that was like a maturity thing. Yeah. You know, and then sure. I started paying like more of my, my bills and things like that mm-hmm. and like actually having to be more responsible. So I feel like I definitely grew during that. Um, that probably did a lot. Yeah. You know, and then coming to college and. Starting a big jump. wrestling and, like, being around older people generally, you know. Right. Um, definitely grew up a little bit. Yeah. I grew this goatee and this mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I kind of, like, that's, I think after my talk with you, that's kind of what, like, persuaded me to, like, just kind of let it grow. And uh, I was really just kind of, like, let it grow until we came back and be like, all right, that was fun. Yeah. And then everyone, like, low-key people kind of, like, were like, oh, that doesn't look bad. And I'm like, I know, I'll man. take it. And so yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll keep it. And now I'm like, I like it, man. I don't know. I appreciate it. I don't know when, when to shave. They're like, 
I don't know. I kind of want to like shave it to see if it'll get like a little fuller or whatever. But just don't worry about it, man. <laughs> That's what I did. That's fair. <laughs> I haven't shaved this in like three months, probably. Yeah. And then it's not very big, but right, right. It's. I, I was talking know, to um, talking to coach it. about it when we were at a lift one day, and he came up to me because like I think my headgear's been making my acne like come out a lot more. Right. And he was like, um, he was like, Carol, come here, and like I was like, uh, what's up? And he was like. Oh, I was just trying to see if you had skin funk or whatever. He thought I did because everyone was getting it at yeah. the time. And I was like, no, I think this is for my headgear or whatever. And I was like, thankfully, it's at least not on my chin anymore because I grew this little like goatee out. But I was like, uh, I haven't been blessed enough for facial hair over here yet. And he thought it was the funniest thing ever. Because <laughs> he was like, back in, when I was in college, I'd have to shave clean every day because we didn't have that facial hair rule yet. Yeah. That kind of sucks because like even, like, even though I don't grow crazy facial hair, shaving... Like having to be that disciplined on it is crazy. Cause in high school, I just didn't grow facial hair like that, so I yeah, shaved maybe neither. like a couple times a week at the most. Right. Not and I knew probably. a couple of guys that had five o'clock shadows in high school. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! And it was it was insane. Yeah. Bro. It was crazy. Got me wishing for that, man. I used to care, and then crazy. once I started having to shave more, I was like, Nah, that's cool. Can I go back to like the old days? Like yeah. I don't I don't care that much. But I would like to have a full. Like mustache, that'd be nice. That's all I want. I just want the handlebar. Yeah. Just for the one time, and then just for the jokes or whatever, and then I'll go back. I'll come back to whatever. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. I don't know. Goofy. I feel like I have to do something cool with my facial hair. Uh huh. Because I got a mullet. Facts. I feel like I have to follow you it have to up with something it. like that. Uh huh. You know, I feel like that's kind of my thing now. I yeah. guess. In a way, you know, I'm not trying to like. No, because I remember when you cut it off originally, everyone was pretty, like, bummed about it. I know. And then you're like, it's about the journey. And I was like, oh, okay. It's about the journey, not the destination. Yeah. I'm growing like, it all out. That's like I was talking about earlier. Yeah. It'd be big. That's sick, though. Like, that'll be exciting to see where that goes. Yeah. I've been... I got a haircut in, like, October, maybe. That was probably the last haircut. Last time. Damn. Yeah, that was when I got it cut off that one time, and it's just been growing ever since. And it's still... Longer in the back than it is in the front. Heck yeah. Um, but it's getting in my eyes. It's kind of bugging me. So I had to wear. I have to wear headgear practice. I saw that. Yeah. You gonna try and like maybe trim it in the front at all? Or I don't know. I don't know how to grow my hair out. Long. I, say, I, I don't know if you could like it. try and tuck it behind. But it's I don't, not even I don't that know. How long. Be... It goes like just right there. Uh, it's like just a, it's just annoying. annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Well, uh, it'll be cool. Though. I think we're we're almost at the forty minute mark, so I think we'll. Yeah, uh, that was, that was <laughs> I know it was, it was a good talk minutes. though. Yeah, uh, for sure it was. Appreciate you coming out. Appreciate you being on the podcast. Oh, I appreciate having me mm-hmm. here. Anytime, it honestly, fun. it's it's really. I really uh, a lot of people will be like, "Who do you have on your podcast?" And I'm like, "I love having anyone on. It's just whoever wants to talk. I'm down to do whatever." That's cool, man. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do another one of these is fun. Definitely, um, love to have you back on sometime. But thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Yeah.